Hello and welcome to Cultured Boys, the show where two of us talk about whatever because we've got no bloody plan. Uh, this week just so happens to have been the first uh, Nintendo Direct of 2021. Uh, I guess mm-hmm. I should. I guess we should have introduced ourselves. My bad. Uh, I'm Nate. This is Peps. Yo yo. Or Pepe. And uh, yeah, this week we just want to talk about the Nintendo Direct. It was. Again, the first one of 2021, and the first one in how long? Uh, I think people said it was like 570 days, I think, since the last proper Nintendo Direct that we had. Right, I, I get it, right, to make it truly come across how long it's been, but why mm. do people do that? Just tell me how many months it's people, been. People have been hell, waiting, like... man. They, they've been waiting for this for a while. All we've had is uh, the Direct Minis or the Partner Showcases, so... So people don't count those, like I don't think they do. No, like even like the Pokemon directs, we don't really like. Well, the community doesn't count them. Seriously, so, I would have counted. That, that counts. Uh, I think this is like the first like proper Nintendo direct that we've had for a while. Okay. But uh, <laughs> I mean, but that's that's what that's what the general consensus is anyway. But um, it was quite cool. That it was like kind of like half shadow dropped on us. It was like they was announced on the sixteenth, I think. And they just dropped it on the 17th, which is really short notice, but it was like, oh, you got the hype there. Well, uh, you know, it doesn't matter because I just quickly looked it up and it's 18.74 months. Mm. So, you know, that's a long time to keep us waiting. So whether they fucking shadow drop it or not, at least we got one. Exactly, yeah. And there was like a whole load of great games announced in it. With that being said, the big news, I, I would say probably... At least for me, the second biggest news of the whole direct mm. new character Smash Bros. I'll, I'll let you take this because you're way more. I can. T- I already know you're way more hyped for this than I am. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a character that I've been like, like really craving. Like I do. I played Xenoblade Chronicles too, and oh, spoilers. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, spoiler. Well, yeah, I'll say the character first. The character is obviously <laughs> Pyra and Mithra. Uh, from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. A lot of people were expecting Rex, considering that Sakurai has previously said that he would have loved to include Rex in the game, but because of uh, time constraints, he couldn't actually put him in, so they made a Mii Fighter costume for him instead. Uh, so a lot of people were like, oh, in one of the season passes, they might, might add him as a real character, and a lot of people did think that was going to happen. You included, but I, I have always said he won't be in it because he's a costume. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I think that's a that's what a lot of people have thought as well. Like, I, I like I can completely understand that. It does seem a bit weird that they would do that. But like, they've got the Chrome costume in uh, Smash Ultimate still, but that was from carried over from Smash Four on uh, 3DS and Wii U. So there's some there's some costumes which have been carried over, but like, and they are now characters. I mean, weird, weird stuff happens all the time. Like, fucking Little Mac used to be a assist trophy, and then he's a character that people hate mm. and i think that's the thing as well because i people were really caught off guard by min min because one she's not the main character well i say main character but she's not really the main character of um arms and she was a spirit in the game already so a lot of people kind of like half ritter off about it um I'm, i mean who is truly the main character of arms though a game where yeah. you can pick whatever character you want i would argue that there's not really a main character mm. I think it's it's in the same way that we use the figurehead of uh, Street Fighter. Yeah, 
it's like Springman is kind of the figurehead of arms because like that's like, like I mean before there was any representation of it in the game, Springman was the assist trophy. So you would have thought like, oh, okay, that's the arms representation cut out completely. But Min Min is a great addition anyway, and there's a lot of uh, diversity that's added through that as well. Definitely, so, um, definitely. It's uh, good. But Pyro and Mithra. Um, back to the trailer. I'd say it did like. I think we were in this group chat in WhatsApp, and I think me and uh, me and a friend we were just like, okay, cool. This is a smash announcement straight from like the first two seconds. Like we just like assumed that. Uh, there wasn't even that like classic Smash Bros like intro like whoop thing. It was literally just like they're going straight into the trailer. But a lot of people didn't think it was. People thought it was Xenoblade Two DLC. I'm I'm not I'm actually part of that group. I genuinely yeah. sat there and thought, oh, it's DLC. Now you're looking for your um, <laughs> anime waifu. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could have completely happened as well. Like obviously, like Xenoblade Two does have a lot of. Uh, fan demand to be fair i think they did uh, age of torna which is i haven't played age of torna uh, that's the one tomorrow. where shulk comes back because um, i know that's part of one of the dlcs yeah it's part of the dlcs i, uh, I think age of torna kind of focuses on um one of the uh i can't remember what the character's name is at all i apologize uh but like it kind of focuses on like one of the main villain characters i believe and so it's like a prequel yourself a fan I mean, I got halfway through Xenoblade <laughs> Two. I'm more Xenoblade One. I can, I, I completed, but I need to complete Xenoblade Two. So. <laughs> I don't own the yeah. second one, <laughs> not yet. I keep saying I'll buy it, but it yeah. never goes cheap. It's one of those, but it's a Nintendo game in it. They hardly ever dip their price unless it's like, I don't know. I know that sucks. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so this yeah. character is look really cool because you initially start as pirate, but if from speculation at least in our whatsapp group we reckon it's going to be like down b to transform into mithra yeah it certainly it certainly looks like that i think um like i think it's that type of pokemon trainer style character i think even in the trailer they do say um was it uh, uh you're able to switch out or something like that i think rex says it randomly um yeah uh, but what the coolest thing is like that they look like they play... I mean, obviously, they have to have some a base sort of moveset. I guess mm. moveset is the wrong way to to uh, name this, but, like, they play... They've got different moves, but they sort of look like they play similar. The only other thing I'm concerned about... And this is just purely the fact that I play Smash with Pepe, is that Mifra looks like she has some sort of counter type move upon watching mm. it again it's not quite a counter it looks like she just sort of uh, it, it's called premonition or something yeah or clairvoyance or something like that and then she it looks like you attack and she appears behind whoever attacked her but there's not a counter attack attached to that move mm. so it it's kind of a dodge all I'm saying is, initially it looked like a counter, and because I know Pepe likes <laughs> Xenoblade, I was like, this fucker is going to screw me over again with another counter sword fire, oh, okay? Oh, come on, come on. It's, so you just say, you're presuming it's a counter just because one, it's anime, two, it's a sword character, and there's like some weird premonition thing. Not all anime sword fighters have Look, counters. I'm not saying <laughs> all of them do, but that looked like a counter when I 
watched it the first time, okay, mm. that looked like a counter. I think everyone, no, I, I, I completely agree. It does completely look like a counter. Like it's, it's the whole like um, the vision thing that Shulk has. It comes in that say like they presented it in that trailer like it was a vision. So I mean, we still haven't got confirmation on what her move set is. So it could te- it could still be one. We don't know. This is this is true. Uh, it is important to note the character is supposed to be released next month, March twenty twenty one. Uh, so we haven't even had the normal, what's it, the Sakurai rundown. Mm. So we'll know more in the coming weeks. But yeah, uh, Pyra slash Mephra for Smash. Yeah, I'm like overall, like, I don't think I expected this character. I don't think to anyone be did. Um, but I'm I'm happy about the inclusion. I think <laughs> I think some people might be a little bit like meh because it's another anime sword fighter, uh, and it's literally yeah, a sword. That's a, that's another thing. It's not even a, like, this sword fighter's got big old titties. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the like most Japanese thing you can go for. <laughs> she's the but, most cultured character. But she's literally a sword. That's the thing. Everyone's like, oh, sword fighter, sword fighter. But like. Pyra and Mithra are actually swords themselves. That's what they are in the game. So um, that's uh, yeah, that's a little. Man, that, uh, makes, that makes the internet loving these waifus a bit weirder. <laughs> it's like yeah. a double layer, like you know when you, the meme of like you were out chatting to girls and being social whilst I stayed and mastered the blade. <laughs> oh like, no, that's, that's a like completely a... <laughs> different meaning of that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that's that's a that's a whole nother thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> dear god i don't want to i don't want to know what uh pyro and mithra from fans are mastering the blade with keep we that to yourself really cultured boy <laughs> dear god <laughs> but yeah um and um I, I like compared to some of the other characters in this past like um like sephiroth uh min min and there's another one isn't there there is another one steve of course bloody steve I'd God, say how did you forget Minecraft, man? I know how could I? Like, I think Steve and Sephiroth, like for me, have been the peaks of this past so far. I've uh, had the f- most fun with Sephiroth. Oh, Sephiroth is like an amazing character. He's so like he's got that reach is ridiculous and it is infuriating, but it's like it's so fun to play as. Like I think he's my favorite character in this past. Sephiroth so. is the most trolly troll character <laughs> I find. It doesn't like it doesn't matter what happens. The minute you go, oh yeah, let's let's do some um, let's do some pick matches, you know, let's mm. do some like choosers. The minute anyone picks Sephiroth, everyone's just like, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, because you know the dude. And this is me, I will admit, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna pretend it's not. <laughs> That's when the dude decides, hey, I'm just gonna stand at one edge of whatever stage. Uh, and you fuckers can come after me. I'm I'm gonna hit you from anywhere. <laughs> I'm not scared. Ain't scared. That reach what? is ridiculous. Exactly. What? I'll, I'll slash you with my sword, or I'll start chucking fireballs. What's that? You're in. Cl- you're right in front of me. Counter in it. You know what the worst bit is? Is when you try and do like, uh, like you have that theory. Like, okay, cool. What I can do is like I can go on top of him on a platform. <laughs> and then I could like do an aerial attack from like above, but th- but then suddenly this up smash comes and you're like, <laughs> I can't even get close to this this right now because he's got this un- enormous reach. But he he's the best. I mean, even though it's infuriating to play against, I still have fun playing against him. I think 
Like it's not like it, it's the challenge in it. Like yeah, it's how good are you because you have to figure out how to get in or how mm. to get your attacks in because he can just destroy you whenever he feels like it. Because yeah, fair off. <laughs> <laughs> just the epitome of boss battle in it that's the thing pretty much but, but that's uh yeah i think pyramid are great additions to the game like, i can't wait to play as them yeah uh, i'm excited time, so. looks cool yeah moving on uh fall guys coming to nintendo switch uh mm-hmm. release date of summer 2021 kind of hate it when they do that but fair enough it yeah is. it's like a whole year after um the after Fall Guys came out on PS4 and uh, hey man, uh, yeah. at, at least people, you know, at least the final like current generation console or last generation, whatever you want to call it, mm. at least now everyone can play it, right? Mm. I mean, I don't play it anymore. Doesn't mean I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick it up if I felt like it. But you know, Fall Guys, it is what it is. Yeah. Battle Royale platformer, pretty fun. When I first started playing Fall Guys last year, I did think this would be perfect to have on the Switch. Not gonna lie, like I think Don't if you they think did that that. about everything. No, but like Fall Guys is different because it's like a massive multiplayer experience, and having that on the oh. go, I feel just feels a bit better. But um, I, well, like, I mean, depends on how on the go you are. Well, I know no, when no you say really on, on the go, you mean just not attached to the TV. Yeah, literally in laying like in bed playing yeah. games. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my on-the-go is these days. <laughs> Can't go outside, I mean, so I just go upstairs. I, that's what most people's on-the-goes are. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cool. You know, it, I, I feel like it doesn't need explaining. Four nah, guys. If you don't know, go and look it up on YouTube. You'll find plenty of videos. It's that game that kind of died in the first two months of its release. It's kind of like, though, but it still got like a solid player base. Oh, like hundred people are yeah. still playing that a lot. It's I feel like it's easy, it's easy content. Let's say right because it goes differently every time, and it depends on how much of a dick the other people in the in, in your match decide to be. But like, there's always something you know because you're. Mm. everyone who plays four guys at some point has tryharded because you're like i can make this i've done this before i don't understand why i'm losing and then you know you've got people who grab you or push you and then you die or you make a mistake <laughs> like because you didn't make the jump right or you didn't dive or you didn't memorize where the fruit is or something or you <laughs> followed the crowd and the crowd was wrong you know what i mean like, there's <laughs> There's yeah. loads of things, and I think that's why Fall Guys still has a a dedicated player base, and mm. also there is content to be made from it. Mm. Like, if you're a streamer, I don't see why that wouldn't be a game you, you know, you play every now and again because again, it's it gives you easy content. I feel like. Mm. I agree. Like, it's um, it's one of those games I I don't hate on it at all. I think it's actually quite good. I think it's, it depends on how often you can keep on going back to that sort of thing. Because I think, like, for me, if I was there playing the same levels over and over again, I don't think I could play it for, like, two weeks straight. Oh, yeah, it's, it's definitely, like, a, a random pick-up and play. Like, oh, yeah, four guys, yeah, I'll, I'll give that a go. Yeah, I'm still like that on the PS4 one. Like, it's a bit annoying with the seasons now because they reset your level every time a season comes out. But um, I, I'm not too fussed about it. Like at the end of the day, I'm not like all you get is like different bits of clothing and some 
like I, w- I was just about uh, to say, I mean, who's who's got trying who out there is saying they're competitive four guys, and then I was thinking, is there a competitive four guys? Oh, I mean, like the game, be. the game in itself is competitive, right? But yeah. like you know, when you think, is there like a pro league or something for for four guys? Like, I mean, it wouldn't possible? surprise. I wouldn't surprise me because I feel there are people out there that proper go, like they they must have memorized each bit by now, memorized each map. And oh, I'm I f- sure, but again, like. I feel like this is a question I ask you a lot about so many random games. Mm. I don't think we ever bother looking it up, but I feel like the question always comes up at some point is like, does that game have a pro league? Are there pro players at that? Like, are there people who go to tournaments and get paid for that? It kind of falls into the same sort of thing as like Mario Kart, for example, because the thing is in Mario Kart is that it has that random element of the items. I don't know if it follows like a Smash Bros-esque rules where like, they say like no items, but how do you play Mario Kart with no items? That's stupid. Um, I mean, if you're gonna play Mario Kart with no items, I would argue why play Mario Kart at all? Hundred play a different racing game. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't know what if there is competitive Mario Kart. I think I've looked that up before because I've asked you that yeah. before, and I think there is. Yeah, I mean, if if there's a competitive Mario Kart, I feel it'll be a hundred percent. There'll be a competitive four guys seen somewhere. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, um, the world surprises you. I remember yeah. when I used to think, I wonder if, like, I was watching, uh, what's it, Games Done Quick one year, mm-hmm. and somebody actually was doing a speed run of Mario Kart Eight, and I was like, how do you speed run Mario Kart? How do you but speed run Mario? Is it just like it's possible? I it's basically going through. Uh, I can't remember exactly, but I I think it's like you go through a cup or as many cups, whatever the. Uh, category is like yeah. as quickly as possible and there are actually certain things like i did learn some stuff about america from that like um for example there's no point using mushrooms and then like three mushrooms and then hitting a boost pad like one of yeah. the flying boost pads because there's only there's a maximum velocity in the game yeah so if you use like a certain amount of mushrooms and then hit a boost pad like to fly across a stage or something you know like a cannon on some of the stages there's actually no point hitting that boost pad because you won't go any faster. The illusion is you're going faster and you think you're going faster because you're like, well, it's a speed pad, yeah? But actually, the game is hard programmed. You already hit maximum velocity before you even got there. Hmm. Okay. That's and, interesting. I, I never knew that, to be fair. So. Uh... Yeah, and, and there's all sorts of things like, you know, like they know the shortcuts and they know yeah. to get, even though it's RNG, like if they get certain items, they know to keep them for mm. said shortcut like you don't do this at this point and that yeah. uh, you know like typical speed running but it was like yeah it was crazy to see that you could actually speed run mario kart and that's like a category like mm. you know like there's categories in it and stuff it was it was strange but i was like cool i i learned some stuff about the game doesn't mean it made me any better but i know stuff yeah exactly like we learn something new every day that's the thing i didn't know that yeah. useful knowledge i can take into the real yeah. world you know, when I'm driving my real car, I can be like, oh, you know, <laughs> when you use two mushrooms, don't hit a speed pad, you'll hit maximum velocity, mate. <laughs> I'd like to know whereabouts in uh, the UK there are speed pads and mushrooms that make you go really fast. Oh, mate, you put on some uh, Eurobeat or you put on some Splash Wave and that speed pad will be anywhere you are. <laughs> Deja vu. <laughs> yeah, you know, when your foot accidentally gets real heavy and you're doing like 70 in a 40 zone uh, yeah 
But here is uh, next up two games I reckon you would actually be into. Mm. Uh, the remaster, re-release slash remake of two old games apparently must be because the first word in both titles is Famicom <laughs> Detective Club. <laughs> the first one they're releasing is The Missing Air and the second one is Famicom De- Detective Club, The Girl Who Stands Behind. Both being released May 14th, 2021. Mm. These look like something you would be into because it's a visual. Yeah. I, I wrote down visual slash kinetic novel puzzle <laughs> mystery game. I'm assuming it's kind of like, uh, what's it, Phoenix Wright. And that's why I reckon you would be into yeah. this. I tell you what, like, um, I actually, when I saw the trailer, I was like, this actually does look really interesting. I think the only problem I have with the these kind of games right now is that I will pick them up and then I'll get to a certain point in them and stop playing. Not because they're difficult or anything, but I get distracted by something else because you do need to <laughs> give your full attention to these games. And like, I, I I think it's something I definitely would pick up, but like I've got other games that I still need to finish. Uh, I still need to finish the third Phoenix Wright game uh on that you know from the trilogy one that they did yeah um i've still got to finish that i've got dungan romper which i need to finish oh, as well God. which is also another detective on a tangent game. are you playing the first one um i bought romper. the yes i'm playing the first one it's the remastered collection okay because i've been watching game grumps play that mm. and they've been playing that for months yeah and you will probably be playing that for a long time i'm just gonna tell you that yeah. now just as a not as any sort of spoiler but like that game is long see that's the thing because that's another thing because i um i bought this i bought dungan romper in god it must have been 2017 so wow. and i played it for about a week or so I got really into it like i could like i thought the story was amazing but i didn't finish it at all um so like I really want to go back to it, and I probably will restart it to be honest, because it's been so long since I've played it. But um, the reason why I probably won't pick up um, these detective club games is because I've got multiple uh, detective games already that I need to go through. And um, just do what you've already done, mate. Just buy them, add them to your collection, add them to the backlog, <laughs> and then one day, you know, ten years from now, you'll be like, yeah. "Oh yeah, F- Famicom Detective Club. I'm gonna play those." <laughs> I tell you what, it's completely that's a completely viable answer. I could do that because uh, sometimes I just have games in my collection that I haven't even played. But like one day, I might be like, oh, "Okay, I'll pick that up." Hey, if they're decent price and I think they're download titles, yeah, they're coming out in a few months. Just do it. Do it. Yeah, go uh, they'll go on sale it. at one point. That's the thing. I think um, if they're not uh, physical copies of the game, I'm not sure if they are, but maybe they might I be. I mean, I don't think they they're are. never clear they're on right. these things, are they? Because it, it's always like, oh yeah, pre-orders are open now on the eShop, but that's just because I think Nintendo want you to buy the digital version. Oh yeah, because they can just like charge like an extortionate amount for it. <laughs> <laughs> they could rip you off. <laughs> so like, I think. I, it's a game that I will pick up eventually, hope maybe, uh, but uh, maybe not until it's on sale or like a bit further down the line because I won't be buying it day one. But it's definitely something I'm interested in. It looks quite fun to play as well. Again, as soon as I saw these things, I knew I knew you'd be grabbed. <laughs> I knew it. It looks. But... Good. It does look like a cool trailer. I think um, I can't say I'm too hyped for it, but I can appreciate it for sure. Hey man, 
I, I might even like them to be fair because mm. I really liked Professor Layton back in the day, and that's just like mm. that's a point and click like visual novel puzzle game. So yeah. who knows? I might give them a go. I yeah. probably won't. But. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. There's always the option. I think like if they if they end up going below ten quid or something, I'll pick it up for sure. But I tell you what, I will give. I probably would actually give a go. Is the next one on the list. Mm-hmm. Samurai Warriors 5 coming out summer 2021. The next installment in the Samurai Warriors game. Uh I've never actually really played Samurai Warriors, mm-hmm. but let's face it. It's a Warriors game, it's a Musou game. You know what it is. It's it's one versus a million. You're mm-hmm. the most overpowered person, but like button mash it, it like crazy, cool. go through crowds. Like that it, like that's all it is with those uh, Musou Warriors games. Like exactly. they like they they're just perfected right there. You can add like as many mechanics as you want to them, like to vary them up. But let's be let's be honest, it's all the it's same format. Slash. You and know exactly what you're getting into. Yeah, I, like I, as you said, I've never played. Um, I've never played a Samurai Warriors or a um, just general Dynasty Warriors game. I've only played really the spin-offs, like the One Piece Pirate Warriors, <laughs> Hyrule Warriors, Fire I've, Emblem Warriors. Like, um, I've but, played a lot of Musou games. Yeah. Like that's the thing. I played a lot of uh, Warriors games, just not none of the original mainline ones. <laughs> I uh, I've ma- mainly played Dynasty Warriors. I think I have actually played a s- one Samurai Warriors, uh, whichever one we got free on PS4 a long time ago. I think it was four, mm. was the one we got. Um, yeah. But this one looked really cool. They they said they revamped the graphics mm. and like. Uh, this game is supposed to the story at least is supposed to focus more on Oda Nobunaga and Akechi Mitsuhide. Mm. Uh, Nobunaga is quite a famous name among like the warlords of Japan. Yeah, um, Mitsuhide is not a name I've heard of before, but probably would have if I played Samurai Warriors a bit more. Mm. But like there was one shot that looked really really cool. I think it was uh, Nobunaga like. He did probably his Muso attack, and then it had one of those like, you know, like stylized poses, but it looked like um, you know, like a traditional like Japanese painting. Yeah, it looked really cool. I mean, I can uh, I can definitely agree that the the graphics do look very appealing on this. Like, it kind of it kind of looks like um the Pirate Warriors Four sort of graphical style of it, but obviously in its own Samurai Warriors way. Um, if that makes I mean, any sense whatsoever, but I can appreciate that, and it does. It does look visually like quite quite appealing. It it looks cool, but I mean, I also understand why they would have to revamp graphics because mm. you know the Switch isn't as strong as everything else. Yeah. I mean that's the thing. Like when you release something on Switch, you either need to like the graphics aren't going to be the best on it, but you need to like use that to your advantage in a way, so you can go for like the maybe like a cell shading or something. Like sometimes that works, but like. Yeah, I um I probably won't pick this up, but uh it looks good. I can't deny that. And uh yeah. That's all I can say for the Light Samurai. <laughs> that's all I can say for Warriors games to be fair. Unless it's yeah. got some weird anime element to it or some game element to it, I probably won't pick it up. <laughs> uh, to be fair, the the like themed ones are cooler just because it's more like there's more uh fantasy sort of elements. Yeah. You know, like there's all these weird attacks and stuff, but anyway, either way, I'm I'm excited. You're excited mm. for it. We neither of us may ever play it, but it still looked cool. Give it yeah, a go. Can't deny that at all. Cool. So on to a next game. 
which um, I think we've discussed we've discussed this in the past already. <laughs> yeah, we have. But uh, Monster Hunter Rise, new trailer for that. Um, yes. Well, like I haven't seen many of the other trailers for it. But um, did, was there anything new or groundbreaking released in it that you noticed? Uh, so really, all it is, most of the trailers is here's the new monsters mixed in with some returning monsters. So Monster Hunter Rise coming out March 26th, 2021. Um, they unveiled a new spider monster, uh, the Rachna Kadaki. Mm-hmm. It's, I forget what the other one is, but in Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, there was another spider uh, monster in it I don't know if this is supposed to just be like a variant of that it didn't it looks similar but it was actually slightly different from what I remember um monsters like Bazarios, Volvedon uh they're returning and that's that's pretty cool I mean Bazarios, I feel like is in most games because it's like a, a lava rock magma dragon and there's always a lava level so it's like you know there's only so many monsters you can include in those kind of levels. Uh, mm. Volvidon hasn't been in it, I feel like, for a little while. So that's kind of cool. Little weird anteater thing that also lives in the volcano <laughs> area. <laughs> um, a little anteater thing that lives in a volcano. There's a Pokemon the like is, that, isn't there? Is a... <laughs> yeah, Heatran. No, not Heatran. Uh, Heatmore. Heatmore, that was it, yeah. Yeah. So we're basically killing Heatmores in Monsanto is what I'm hearing. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Um, There's a new Mud Dragon, the Almudron. I don't know how to pronounce that because it literally has the word mud like in the middle of it. (laughs) But because it's Monster Hunter, I would assume Almudron instead of Almudron. But it's a Mud Dragon. It looked kind of cool. Monster Hunter has been doing that kind of different theming recently we don't actually i don't remember having too many like mud themed monsters in the games so this is kind of cool that there's a new monster with a whole new like set Hmm. um and the last thing that monster wise that was announced uh was the apex azuros apex monsters are returning from monster for ultimate um that's only cool because it's like at some point in every Monster Hunter game you get to a point where they're like oh here's the variant type so normally that's like oh it's a different color so it's stronger but then it's like you get ones that sometimes it's like oh they're they're like the ultimate version and that's sort of like the apex monsters are like the super crazy hard versions it's just a cool little thing Uh, they explained in the trailer sort of like what the issue is you know like what the main quest is like based around this Mm -hmm. time and they call it they also call it like a calamity in this one uh there was a whole like defend the village thing going on like there was just all sorts of monsters coming in and you as the main town hunter and all the other npc hunters are like have to defend the village so that looked kind of cool uh, I'd assume that's probably somewhere in the middle of the game because there's a there's a fair few monsters in there that like you probably wouldn't hunt until around early high rank. So yeah, probably like mid game. But for the story, that might be like close to the end. 
so with this then you like do you think this trailer has sold you a bit more on the story or is you are you still quite in the dark on it like i i look i never buy a monster hunter game for the story yeah i buy the games because i like the game itself like the mechanics and just the sheer accomplishment of beating monsters because mm. a lot of the time it's it's a constant evolution of learning like it's almost like when people talk about playing dark souls you need to learn the moveset of each monster to be able to defeat them you need mm. to have you know the correct uh element advantage you need to be able to dodge at the right time and this that and the other you know like it's it's a whole thing it's i i'm probably gonna get this game anyway i didn't need to see what monsters are returning i didn't need to see what the story is going to be about i just needed to hear hey there's a new monster hunter coming yeah. up <laughs> I'm, I'm already deep in monster hunter like yeah. so you just tell me there's a new one coming out i'll probably end up buying it yeah i, I get that like it's one of those ones where it, it wasn't a necessary trailer but i guess they want to see like if there's any old monster hunter fans that are like i'm an and about it there's that selling point that hey this monster's returning or uh, something like well, that so, i think it's also because like for most of us by this point if you if you have been a big monster hunter fan we're sort of like just getting the dregs by this point i think they're like ramping down updating monster hunter world yeah because you know they were like adding new monsters a lot and there was this there was that and now it's sort of like it's slowly ramping down probably because rise um yeah i don't think they will stop supporting um world probably till they, they might stop next year but if they do stop that's probably because they're working or ramping up production on the next one whatever yeah. the next like playstation xbox pc one is because rise really is just on the switch um and i feel like that rise is a different thing rise is com a completely different type of monster hunter than world is yeah i think um like i imagine they will release what like a world 2 or something cuz they want to make most of the ps5 or like an xbox when that like when they can come around to it right now so and again whenever yeah. that gets announced i'll buy that one too <laughs> exactly the, the, i imagine that would be the ps5 selling point for you like we're all like we're all waiting like us to anyway we're waiting for that big moment to actually get a ps5 i, I already know when that big moment for me is yeah uh, hopefully it doesn't get delayed but i mean god of war 2 yeah or like the sequel to the last one on ps4 is supposed to come out on ps5 at the end of this year and that's what i've been waiting for hmm. personally so hopefully it doesn't get delayed uh but i I'm probably going to get a PS5 by the end of the year. Oh, okay, fair. Just because I mean, of God if, of it's, War. if it's available. Literally, that's it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. And if I have the money for it. <laughs> yeah. I get that. Um, but yeah, that's enough about Monster Hunter and God of War on PlayStation 5. We're talking <laughs> Nintendo. The next cool. one um, came out of nowhere. Mm. I, I don't think anyone ever expected this, but it's Mario Golf Super Rush. Coming out June twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. I mean, the like this game, yeah. It's as you said, no one saw it coming, and I didn't really expect to see another Mario sports game 
released anytime soon. Like I think ten like they were focused on tennis for the longest, and like the other ones we with golf, uh, baseball, and I think like basketball is there as well, but no one really focuses on that anymore. And strikers as well. Fucking hell, pe- people would love a strikers game, but like, enough of them. If they if they did another strikers game, I'd be on that. I think a lot of people would. I think pe- that game had people hyped. I'd say probably more than they would do Mario Golf. But that's not to say that I'm not hyped about Mario Golf because that actually looks like quite a decent game. Like at first, like when they when they showed it, I was a bit like, "Oh, this is cool." Because I absolutely love Toadstool Tour on the GameCube. That was like one of my favorite. That's like my favorite Mario Golf game. Um, and like I looked at this and I was like, "Okay, it's cool." Then they they did the uh, what did they showed is Speed Golf. Yeah. Speed Golf is the thing that I was like. That looks hectic I, honestly, as hell. I think that was a selling point for everyone. Yeah. Because like I went on Twitter afterwards and so many of the YouTubers slash like streamers I follow mm. were like, yo, I need to get a crew together. We've got to speak off because <laughs> you play all at the same time, right? So you tee off all at the same time and then you've got your special skills and you've got dashes and stuff and you're supposed to finish before everyone else you've got to do it as quickly as possible but you're all taking your turns at the same time so like it's kind of hectic it looked kind of it i i normally don't care about golf games Mm. but even i'm kind of like okay that looked kind of cool also i i thought it was funny that there's motion controls you know yeah i I actually kind of like playing golf on wii sports so I was kind of sold on that as well. Really? I think you're the only person I know that actually likes golf Wii Sports. Like, everyone I talked to about it was just like, nah, hate that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the boxing and the bowling for me. Yeah, but, like, I got good at both of those, or I found ways to cheese those so I never lost. Yeah. Whereas golf was a little more unpredictable. Mm. Uh, but no, yeah, like, I think speed golf has completely sold it for me. Um, if I know enough people that will actually play it uh, with me, then I will definitely pick it up day one. But if no if no one else is picking it up, I don't know if I will. But anyone that I know anyway. I, I was just about to say, like, if if enough of you guys, as in my friends, if yeah, like if I know enough people that have it, I would probably pick it up. But I also need a it's it's hard. It's one of those situations, you know, where you're like, I need a guarantee we're gonna play this a lot because I really don't want to spend that much money on hundred percent yeah Mario golf game that I'm gonna play four times and then it's just going to sit there forever and mm. i'm never going to play it again because i really don't want to be spending like 30 40 quid on that yeah i i can't really see myself picking up picking up this mario golf game and then playing a single player on it i think that would be for me i think i would give it a try but i uh, it wouldn't be yeah. why i keep playing it for me like playing toadstool tour was like having a multiplayer on there and like just playing it with uh, other people uh so I think I don't know if if like enough if if enough of uh, you guys actually pick it up then yeah I'll uh, I'll get but um no nah. I I think it, it looks good it looks great uh I'll pick it up if everyone else does and yeah it could also be one of those games because I remember it, they did the sports collection on the 3ds didn't they and I was actually really hyped about that I was like, oh my god I'll get this this is cool and I never did I never I did. never got it either. It was random. I, I wanted to get it because it had football in it. Yeah, because I wanted to get it because it had um, baseball in it. And I love the um, Smash, uh, Smash Bros. Uh, Super Mario Sluggers games uh, that they did. I think it was I, on the I Wii. I also thought um, an interesting inclusion in that was, didn't that also have horse racing? 
yeah that was the random bit for me it was like those three like really like sought after sports from the mario universe and then horse racing, like horse racing like... bro, the, the most sought after sport don't even tell me <laughs> you don't imagine mario as a jockey <laughs> yeah um <laughs> I mean, seeing Wario ride a horse was just a very surreal experience in the I Nintendo Direct. I very sorry for that horse. That horse is doing a lot of work. <laughs> it's just, it's such a random image. And it is strangely <laughs> appealing in some ways. I won't go into it. But, damn, uh, <laughs> damn, he thick riding that horse. <laughs> <laughs> damn, boy. <laughs> He's a thick-ass boy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Mario Golf. Um, yeah. <laughs> Moving swiftly on from the thick-ass boy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like, I, I do want to mention one thing, one other thing from the trailer of Mario Golf. Yeah. Did you see Waluigi being the most dapper boy you've I ever did, seen? I didn't see that bit. Well, I think I must like, have missed it. He, he looked... I don't know. I, I had a quick look. It's literally like a frame, right? Mm. He looks like a, an old time like New York gangster. He looked like he had the waistcoat, like the <laughs> pinstripe waistcoat and like a fedora yeah. on. Okay, like, fair. Well, so, Luigi got cultured. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm all about it. He dapper. That boy know how to dress. Oh, oh he a dapper boy. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Steal Your Girl. <laughs> Damn. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, swiftly moving on from that before we get in trouble from Nintendo. Um, next on the list is uh, a typical to me Capcom kind of cash grab Capcom Arcade Stadium coming out February 17th 2021 mm. it's another arcade compilation so, uh, they said there's going to be 32 games uh, total you'll get mm. 1943 The Battle of Midway free and then all the other games if you want any of the other games you will have to purchase yeah so capcom being capcom really yeah it just feels like they're trying to cash in on the uh retro revival thing that's going on like over the past few years um it's understandable capcom is one of those um those companies that has a lot of uh good ips with them uh they do so i can understand why they've done this i think they want to capitalize on that whether i mean to be honest i won't pick it up but um, i won't either yeah, I mean, I can understand why if they've done the packs or whatever, there's going to be something for everyone to enjoy, I guess, from that. Yeah, but my my only issue with this is how much is the initial thing going to cost? You know what I mean? Like, how yeah. much is the Capcom Arcade Stadium itself going to cost? Because Ooh. you have to think, you will have to buy this thing. You get one mm. game free with it. That means there's 31 other games. Yeah. And they these bundles could be like oh here's two games for five pounds mm. right or here's four games for 10 bucks or something right mm-hmm. you have to think how much more money are you going to have to spend and again i i understand why they did this because it if there's no point doing a compilation because people don't want everything in there some people only want a few things so now they're giving you the choice but the fact that they're charging you for the choice also kind of sucks you know what yeah I mean? I mean i feel like um sega did this as well didn't they with uh, a couple of their games yeah they did and yeah. that also is like come on man for me it like i can see the appeal but uh, like, unless you're a diehard like old school capcom fan 
I don't know who will be picking this up. Um, my, my main concern or my main thought is mm-hmm. why bother doing the compilation? Why not just sell the packs? Or why not just sell the games individually? Like if, you know what I mean? Like if the person mm-hmm. really wants that arcade port to yeah. their Switch, why do you not just put it out the single game for two or three pounds, right? Or whatever, however much. Yeah. Like a, a cheaper price, right? Because I, me personally, would never buy this because it's supposedly a compilation, but I only get one game and then I have to buy the rest. Yeah, if it kind of feels like um, you might as well just have released these games like they do for the Neo Geo stuff or the yeah. Sega Ages, like individually. Like, just put them out one by one, and if you want it, you buy it. If you don't, you don't. Yeah, like you don't might just end up buying this. Like, say if you really love this one game that's in a pack of three other games you don't really care for. Then you but just also be like, it's part of a a whole bundle yeah. that you have to buy before you can even access the single games. Feels like gatekeeping to me. the The only selling point I can I can see from this is that there's included local co op, but even then I'm like in this, especially right now in COVID, local co op's not a great idea, man. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> do do that online thing or just don't. Yeah. I think it's just one of those. Well, I'm going to be honest, Nathan. I looked at this. I didn't even realize they announced this in direct. Uh, I think I must have just glazed over <laughs> it completely. <laughs> I, I will admit it was in that sort of middle section where probably most people started not caring. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Okay. No more heroes free. <laughs> August 27th of 2021. Um, right. I've never played a No More Heroes game. Neither have I. Uh, but I know that it does have a massive fan base. Uh, I watched so, the Let's Play of the first one. Yeah, it looked cool. It looked. I tell you what, it looks strange. That like the, I, I know that like No More Heroes is like the sort of like uh, it has that battle element to it. Um, but then like what really caught me off guard that it was like that Travis was just randomly gardening at one point. Like he just like took out a lawnmower and started doing stuff, and I was Dude, like, hold on, it, what? No, that's 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 a genuine like that's been in since the first one. Basically, what? in the game, you like. You have your boss battles, right? Yeah. Or you have your fights. But, like, you have to earn money to get to certain things. Like, you mm. need money to, like, buy upgrades. Or you need money... In this one, you'll need the money to actually enter the next fight. Yeah. Because it's an intergalactic tournament run by aliens. Um, yeah. It, it's a weird thing. It's one of those, like... it. I don't want to say forces you. Or at least, I don't think it used to. Hmm. now it feels like you have to but yeah travis has to do like odd jobs even though he's a, a, a the number one assassin yeah um, to enter the next fight of his tournament well not his tournament but like the tournament he forcefully is partaking it i mean it's no more heroes like hmm. i know it's weird and you say it came out of nowhere but kind of it really does fit in with no more heroes though because it's like this weird parody like yeah it doesn't take itself seriously kind of game mm, for me it was like because i've never played no more heroes before and i have very little knowledge of the franchise um it for me again this game was just there and i uh, yeah i couldn't really care for it <laughs> oh he said it i'm being he savage on a lot of these you but... you flame him you flame this boy yeah i'm just like yeah you come at me if you want in the comment <laughs> section but Again, no more here. I've never tried it. If you think I should try it, let me know. Like, but and he won't do it. 
I won't. I probably won't. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I probably won't pick it up. But, um, like, yeah, for me, it's there. And I might pick it up one day. I might actually really like it. I could eat my words completely. And I have done before when I've picked up games. Uh, but, yeah, it's there for me. And I'm not that too fussed about it. I don't know about you. I Again, I never played it. I watched the Let's Play, the first one. It looked cool. I know people love it. Um, I'm probably not going to buy it because I've got no experience with it. I've, I'm i not going to even promise that I'm going to try it. Much like yourself. If it mm. happens, it happens. I might like it and then I might go through the rest of them. But it doesn't look like it so far. So I'm just going to move on. Mm-hmm. Hitting the old dusty trail. Uh, <laughs> the next game is a new game. Neon mm-hmm. White coming out winter 2021. This game looked cool, mm. but also looks like something I might not enjoy so much. It is a first-person action platformer that has a card-based weapon system. Yes. And the premise is that you are a assassin for heaven itself. Mm. So there's evil spirits or something that just can't be dealt with by heaven so they need assassins but it looks like this really fast paced like arena kind of shooter kind of thing yeah i mean well it kind of gave me uh mirror's edge kind of vibes yeah and that's why i know i won't get it because i did not enjoy mirror's edge yeah i love the aesthetic of mirror's edge i thought like the design of the game looked really cool and i think the same with this one actually i think the whole card design looks really nice um I think it is just something that I. It's an interesting idea, uh, but yeah. Yeah, like even like the like the monster design on some of them, like, it's like sort of like basic but like kind of intriguing at the same time. Um, again, yeah, it's probably a game I won't pick up just because I'm not really great at those action platformers or first person ones anyway. But um, it looks it looks quite cool. You never know that like, it might do quite well. Um, yeah, it, it looks that. really really cool. Mm. But again, it's it's not for me. It's not for Pepe. I would urge you, if you don't know what we're talking about, to go and look it up. Mm. And it might be your thing. And if it, when it comes out, like, give it a go if it looks like your thing. It, again, it did re- really, really look cool, but I just can't get behind the first person action platforming. Yeah. The card based system was kind of like interesting and strange. I kind of like, I, it kind of intrigued me a bit with that card system because I thought, like, it, if there's like a proper customizable thing with it as well, where you can choose your cards or whatever. I think that it could be a really cool concept for I'm that. I'm not sure. Again, it looked like it might have been a predetermined thing, you know, like yeah. this card is here, but then like each card is a different weapon. So like, for mm. example, in part of the trailer, they like one of the characters ran through a card, had a shotgun. That shotgun only had like four shots. Yeah. Let's say. And then the card disappeared. So you had to go get another weapon. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, it looks cool. Uh, it'd be a cool concept, but yeah, as I said, it's neither of our sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, that's fair. Uh, moving on to the next one, I guess. We've got um, a re release of Metopia coming out on May 21st, uh, 2021. Um, if you've ever played the Metopia game, like me and Nathan have, I'd 100% recommend this if you, have, if you haven't played this before. It's so much fun. It's a fun little turn based RPG. It's got some basic RPG mechanics. You've got a job system, but it's like, it's funny because it's the me's you have or can create. 
or download of other people that are the characters and they have silly little interactions and stuff and it's it's so light-hearted but it was really fun i i really enjoyed oh, playing that game it was a really fun game right like, i i didn't complete it in the end i didn't i didn't get to the final you didn't even uh, finish it oh dude no, i think because i, I got to it. a point where i needed to grind for a bit or something um oh see that was or, a, one of the first games where i had no problem grinding because i was like oh i just get to watch my me's do really random stupid <laughs> things it was pretty funny yeah like i really enjoyed it though like i'd 100 uh, percent recommend it like i would uh, definitely recommend this it's yeah. quite an easy game you can pick up and play for a little while and drop off the story's not like super heavy and you don't really need to be paying attention to it but it's fun uh this one the re-release has more hair options got new makeup and uh you have a horse now I don't know what it is with Nintendo and horses, but got a horse now. <laughs> got a horse yeah. now. That's all you need to know. Just pick up the game, horse. Yeah, you know, you can you can get a horse, and then you and Mario can go off and race. But <laughs> yeah, what Wario's there? He's like doing his thing. <laughs> yeah, but besides that, definitely, uh, like yeah. seriously, go pick it up. It's fun. It's it's a good time. It's yeah. a good time. That's all we. That's 100%. all I got to say. Yeah, I won't. Be, I I te- I personally won't be picking up again because I've got the 3ds version. And yeah, I, I, I won't to... buy it again either because I already have it. But yeah, but if you haven't bought it before, I think it's a great time to pick it up. I definitely recommend. And if it. you were interested before and you didn't buy it, do it this time. <laughs> buy it. it. Do it now. <laughs> do it. Join me on the dark side. See, this is what this is how it just turns in. Just do loads of impressions and tell people to buy this game. <laughs> nice. So we said it in a different episode, but like companies, like game developers, hire us. We will, we will be your marketing department. <laughs> yeah, if you want really shitty accents, doing you know where to come. Like. <laughs> yeah, you you want guys whose voices aren't warmed up so they can't do a Palpatine impression properly. Yeah, hire me. right okay so next one animal crossing and mario crossover Um, yes this i feel like most people who were interested back back last year when the hype was at its max for animal crossing were waiting you know they did all Mm. that like mario announcement and then they were like yeah by the way you have to wait till next march yeah there's an update on the 25th you can download the 25th of february 2021 but the actual items aren't available until march 1st like i don't understand that why not just all update it like i feel like it's the whole um it it, it ties into the whole mario thing i don't know what they're doing but you know like they released uh, mario 35 and it has that closing date in March where you just can't download it anymore. Dude, uh, people are pissed about that, by the way, because there are a lot of people that are like, I, I love this. Yeah. Or, I would have I would have loved to have kept playing this, but they're closing it down. I don't understand the reasoning behind it at all. Um, You would have thought they might backtrack it. You would have hoped they'd backtrack it, but they haven't. But um, I don't know. March just seems like it's the whole March 10th thing as well. You know, like Mario Day, like uh, March 10th. Um, oh my god could you imagine mario day is the day they close all of the mario stuff down they're just like done happy mario day don't have any mario it? it's just like i don't understand like i don't know why they would do it but um yeah i mean the little mario collaboration stuff does look cool the thing that really overshadows this for me 
is the impending knowledge that Bunny Day will probably come back soon. And Look, it is all, the... I, all I have to say is, right, mm. you play it till you've got all the Mario items you want, ignore mm-hmm. Bunny Day, don't play it again. <laughs> That's That's, it's do. literally what killed the game for me. I actually loved Animal Crossing until Bunny Day happened. And I just like, just went, no, nah, done. So yeah, as you say, I'll probably jump on and get the Mario items and then like... Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get on so I can get my question block, you know, my normal mm. um, brick block, my Mario and Luigi outfits, my warp pipes. Yeah. I'm done. Like, <laughs> whatever else I can get, I'll get. And then mm. I'm done, bro. Like, I probably won't play Animal Crossing again for ages yeah. if I do play it. I mean, it's a nice little thing, but it doesn't look as cool as the next one mm. because it's Square Enix doing another, like, Octopath thing. It's not related to Octopath, but it's in that sort of style. They they even went for the name, sort of weird naming convention. Right now, it's called Project Triangle Strategy, and it's planned for a 2022 release. There is a demo available right now, and it's it's got the same style, so it's the pixel art 2.5d with crazy lighting like mm. it's beautiful so on point like i just like i love the whole design of it it looks so cool like i absolutely love octopath traveler i still need to complete it but so i'm kind of glad that this is coming out in 2022 so it gives me a good uh three quarters of the year to at least complete Try. uh octopath try to complete octopath yeah and danganronpa and phoenix right <laughs> yeah there's a lot of them on that list <laughs> and famicom detective club I, yeah so, but it looks good um yeah it, so. it looks really cool because it's a, a turn-based strategy game um so it's more in line with like fire emblem mm. but okay, like that's what i really liked yeah, <laughs> I, I was just gonna glance over that yeah. <laughs> but uh it's it's cool because they like they're working on this whole like elevation thing so there's like different height levels but like they've really thought about the mechanics of battle as well that looked really cool yeah because they were like um it's important where you place or move or like force the enemy to move because if you attack someone and one of your other characters is behind them they follow up with an attack or like for example they were like showing off this one bit where there's some fire and two mages are standing there one of them casts ice to leave a puddle and then enemies move onto it and then the next mage uh cast like lightning and then it did like environmental damage to like aoe to like that whole group of enemies that were standing on it like they really really put in effort for this battle system and it looked Mm. really cool but it also makes me it gives me anxiety because i'm like i know i'm not going to be paying attention that hard and i'm just going to be taking damage left right and center i feel like it's one it's one of those games where like it really pushes the whole strategy like element to it like you've got like your fire emblems where it's literally just like ah yeah do this uh, damage against this character blah 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 but you've like as you said like with all that environmental damage you can take and like all the distance stuff as well with like the archers and stuff and the height levels, it all looks so cool. Um, I need to play the demo. I haven't downloaded it yet, but uh, I downloaded it, but I haven't played it yet. Yeah, like it does look really good, like graphics and everything as well. Like, oh, it does. And I tell you what else gives me anxiety is that mm-hmm. the main point of this game 
is that the story will have a morality system. <laughs> Your choices will impact how the story plays out. So depending on what you choose, certain characters might not even be available to you. So like, it's going to be highly replayable if you're into that kind of thing because yeah. it's got branching story. You, one playthrough, you might decide, I'm going to kill this guy. And then all of a sudden, there could be like five people who don't want to join you because you killed a guy. <laughs> but then if you pick the opposite, then like there could be like three people that didn't join you because you didn't kill the guy. Like It's really interesting. Mm. But that also gives me anxiety because I'm the kind of person that's like, I want every character available to me. 100%. Like, I was going to say the exact same thing. Like, I think that's going to be a, a barrier for me. But at the same time, like the story just looks so intriguing as well. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll be like 100% down to see how this goes. Yeah. I mean, again, we've both played Octopath. We both own it. So we are both probably going to end up getting this game. Because it's just, mm. as far as we know, like the next one in the Octopath world yeah I, I wouldn't say like a sequel but like it it feels like it's set in the same world potentially just like you know like yeah. other like final fantasies where they're just like oh it's just in a different part mm. or whatever or like in elder scrolls where they're like yeah you're just somewhere else but you're in this over it's within world. that universe isn't it it's yeah. in that universe and stuff and it has that same style as octopath like in terms of like story and visuals so like visuals, and sure. it's one of those ones where the, the choices you make will like really greatly affect it and that's that's the good thing i'm very excited about that but yeah, i think i'm hyped it's one of my biggest like one of my favorite games from this direct for sure so the next game is world's end club coming out may 28th 2021 coincidentally mm. made by the same people who made danganronpa <laughs> and i didn't put yeah. this in our whatsapp group but when this came on i was actually about to type out this gives me danganronpa vibes yeah and just as i was gonna type they were like made by the people who made danganronpa like, oh, okay cool um yeah 100 percent. you can see that with all the designs well, in that it's literally because again i've been watching the game grumps play that so mm. i just saw like an ensemble cast a weird mascot looking thing that was like we're gonna play a game like a deaf game and i was like danganronpa yeah just because again it, that's been on the brain um but this game is some sort of side scrolling game mm. they didn't really show much else um but the premise is that you are a group of kids i believe they said 12 i didn't note that number down i probably should have um you're a group of 12 kids who went to a water park of some sort and then you got trapped there and you were supposed to play a death game but all of a sudden the game got cancelled don't know how mm -hmm. part of the story um you all leave the water park and discover that there's no one no one anywhere in japan but the kids are all like at the bottom of japan like i don't know kyoto or something or even yeah. further maybe like kagoshima or something like, you're at the bottom, but they are all from Tokyo, so then you have to make your way there. And it's some sort of side-scroller game. Might mm. be an action platformer, it might not be. Not entirely sure. There was a wholesome shot right at the end of them all on, like, this crazy 12-person tandem bike. <laughs> I don't, is it yeah. still called a tandem bike at that point? It must be. I don't, there's there's no other word for it. it. That's fine. <laughs> but yeah, they're literally all the kids on one 
friggin' huge long bite. It looked cool. I, I actually am kind of interested in this. I know in our WhatsApp group, not many people were mm. interested in it, but I might give it a go. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's interesting. I think you should because you played Danganronpa. Yeah, well, I need to finish Danganronpa first. So. And plus, if it's, a, if it's a platform, I don't know how easy I'll jump into it. Um, because, I'm not, again, I'm not great at platformers. Again, um, I, that's from what I could surmise. Oh, I did yeah. see some sections where it was side-scrolling, but it looked like there were some obstacles in the way. Yeah. But it might just be a 2D action side-scroller. Yeah. That's what I meant, sorry, side-scroller. Uh, if the story's on point, if it gets decent reviews, I, I might pick, might very well pick it up. But as I said, there's, I've got so much in my back catalogue right now. Like, Who doesn't? Who yeah. doesn't by this point? But I mean, yeah, it looked cool. Um, it looked a lot more uh, light-hearted than Danganronpa. Mm. It's got a different art style because like, all the characters are like 3D mm. and stylized rather than like Danganronpa being your typical sort of visual novel. But yeah, there's not much else I can say about it because there's not much else I know about it. There's mm. not much else not anyone knows about it unless you're a developer. So yeah, moving on to the next one. Uh, Hades getting a physical release on Switch. Um, yep, coming out March 19th, 2021. There are going to be a lot of people excited for this. I haven't actually oh, yeah. personally played this but I know it was like a lot of people's game of the year last year. This is also a rogue light. It's mm. a dungeon crawler rogue light. You take progression with you after each death, but whatever that progression is, I'm not entirely sure. I haven't even really watched any videos of this. I just saw a note of Hades, but it looks mm. like a cool game. And yeah. the, um, the physical release comes with a download for the soundtrack and a and a cool looking art book. I think it's like, I, I think it, it's one of those ones that deserves a physical release at this point. Uh, kind of like what uh, they did with Undertale in a way, um, because this right now this has a massive following, and I'm I'm not surprised that it's getting this physical release. And yeah, it, I would say it deserves it. I, again, like like Nathan, I haven't I don't think I've really played it before. Um, all I can all I can attest to is that. I knew it was going to be a good game because it's made by Supergiant. Yeah. And I've played, uh, what was it? I I played Bastion and I own Transistor, like mm. two of their previous games. And Supergiant are really good at making games. Yeah. You can trust that name. I'll tell you that. Since there's not much else like new on it, there's not much else we can really update. But like, the physical release, that's cool. Sound. Yeah. If you, if you enjoy that, buy it. Uh, Here's something I'm hyped about, even mm-hmm. though I sucked at these games. <laughs> Ninja Gaiden Master Collection, coming out on June 10th, 2021. This is Ninja Gaiden Sigma 1, Sigma 2. Uh, even though I believe the original Ninja Gaiden, the 3D one, was called Sigma on PlayStation and was actually called Ninja Gaiden Black on original Xbox. And then was Sigma 2 on PlayStation and just Ninja Gaiden 2 on 360. Um, but it's all three, like Ninja Gaiden 1, 2, and 3, the 3D ones, uh, in one bundle. And I'm not so hyped about the third one. Didn't really enjoy that one. But yeah. uh, I played a lot of the second one. I never finished it because that game is fucking hard. Um, but I'm so hyped. These, these are really cool games. And I love the Ninja Gaiden series. Um but yeah, I'm I'm also not quite ready to just get my ass handed to me constantly. Surprise, surprise! I have like never played a Ninja Gaiden game before, 
and uh like <laughs> i know that you have a go at me for this every time nathan but i'm just like i i don't know it's one of those ones that i just completely look over and yeah i could be wrong like as you say if you recommend them i'm sure they are like decent oh i i feel like ninja gaiden is um it's more of a cult following kind of thing like if mm. you know you know but most people don't it they're really hard though they're like they were dark souls before dark souls okay <laughs> like it's the same sort of thing it's like a 3d open-ish like sandboxy kind of world you know mm -hmm. you run through a 3d level and you hack and slash your way through but like the boss fights man oh my god yeah it is literally dark souls you have to know you have to learn you probably have to die a few times to learn and then go back and fucking win i think ninja gaiden 2 on 360 i was playing for i want to say six months and i mm. only got maybe 60 percent of the way through and that was on easy and i was still getting my ass handed to me constantly yeah fun <laughs> yeah and they are hard they are right. so hard but it was really cool mm. really really cool plus you know uh or if you don't know ninja gaiden has because i believe that uh it's team ninja they've got a crossover with i want to say koei tecmo for dead or alive so oh yeah of course that's why that's why ryu hayabusa appears in the dead or alive series and why uh canonically for ninja gaiden ayane the purple haired ninja girl uh she considers ryu her sensei sort of hmm. she she she's kind of like his ward kind of but she's also like oh you're my sensei uh yeah I don't know how Kasumi from Dead or Alive plays into it. Like, I I don't know if she's got some sort of canonical link, but she's in it too. And yeah, I I got nothing else to say on that. Yeah. I got nothing else to say. But Ninja Gaiden, it's cool. Try it if you like really hard games. Uh, and I'm hyped. I'm 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 ready. Yeah. That's good. It's good that they uh, hyped about it. Like, I think at least that's the thing. At least they're making these games. There is a fan base for them. It's nothing worse than them like just create, recreating these things, and no one's really that interested. So. I reckon there would have been a bigger fan base if they didn't do what they did with the third one. The third one was just—I don't know why you would do that to a game that's already quite hard for most people. Yeah. So basically, the third one was like the story was like Ryu got cursed, so now his his family sword the dragon sword um is now absorbed like into his arm but is also draining okay. his health constantly so you have to keep killing people right <laughs> to to gain health okay but because the game is hard as balls you're constantly losing health because because of this curse and also because you're shit at the game and you're getting <laughs> your shit pushed in i didn't get very far in the third one because i was just like this is fucking shit yeah. And then, like, I got really annoyed, and I was like, uh, I'm not dealing with this mechanic anymore. And I just sold the game. Like, Did, like, the rest of the fan base react the same to this? Like, is this a general thing within the Ninja Gaiden community I, that this number three I, is just. Meh? I think most people did, but in general, I don't know if it's that specifically, but yeah, a lot of people are just like, eh, the third one's not that great. That's fair. Cool. So, moving on to the next one Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity Expansion Pass. See, like, 
I I need to get I got, so it's still on I'm my with list. you on that. Gotta buy this game. Gotta buy this game yeah. at some point. I probably won't get the expansion pass because mm. I don't know, man. You know like when a uh, when a Muso game or a Warriors game gets an expansion pass and you're like the stuff comes out way after you're finished and you know when you're like, I just can't be bothered to go back. Yeah, I agree. It's like it's one of those ones where it, annoyingly with a lot of the Warriors games as well is that um like they all with the expansion passes they always feel like a little bit of a cop out like especially with like the anime ones that like that and the fire emblem one that released a couple years ago like they they have the content that's already in the game and they're reselling it so that's what that's what really pissed me off about those it feels like this is a little bit more different though it feels like they're like switching up Uh, a little bit but even i don't know just wait till you hear the list yeah <laughs> so may 28th the you'll get a new weapon and a mm. new costume for link that's just for having the expansion pass the yeah. first release of actual dlc they're called wave one which will come out in june 2021 you'll get new characters new weapon types mm. uh, new challenges in royal ancient lab i guess that's a some sort of like extra mode uh, and they'll be adding more new challenging enemies. That sounds yeah. exactly like what you were just complaining about. But yeah. it gets even better because Wave 2 in November 2021, there's new character vignettes, <laughs> new stages, mm-hmm. more new characters, and new battle skills for existing characters. If that isn't exactly what you were talking about before, Pepe. I don't know what is. So I'm uh, going to take back my point. I just said it sounds a little different because it sounds exactly what I was <laughs> Yeah, okay, fine. It is just like, this is what I hate about the like Warriors DLC. Like, I think I, this game, must, like, I think it, I, I still want to play it. Hands down, I still want to play it. But like, yeah. um, like th- this is the thing with DLC with Warriors games is that they put like what it feels like zero effort into it. I'm sure there is effort that goes into it for developers or something. They do the stuff that I probably couldn't do, but it, it it feels like there's only so much you can do though you know like in a game like that that is so set in its formula what else can you do except add new character uh new weapons yeah. uh, more challenges some new skills you know yeah. what i mean like there really isn't in, much else you can do it's as you say like after they, they released this dlc so far after the game and like you said when you've already done it like, do you really have the motivation to go back and play those challenges, which aren't exactly going to match up to the full game anyway? And, like, like, don't forget, people, this is coming from two guys who don't own the game yet. This game came out last year. So mm. for those of you who do own it, Wave 2 doesn't come out till the end of this year. You would have owned the game for God, probably at yeah. least a year by that point. Unless you really, really like that game, most of us probably won't care. Yeah, it's it's kind of like... With Pokemon, they release the DLC, the Cap Crown Tundra stuff, a year after Sword and Shield came out. But the thing is with that is that there was like new stuff in there, and it like it did feel like it's expansion of the game in general. Whereas this, it kind of just feels like, hey, you have this extra, you have this extra, and it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like it's worth paying that much money to, in my opinion. Like, by the way, uh, when Pepe says that, I did also note down the prices given to us. Uh, at least on our direct in the UK, it is seventeen pounds and ninety nine pence mm. and nineteen euro and ninety nine cents. So, at at least for us over here, that's quite a lot for what doesn't feel like 
a whole lot especially when you have to wait that long like pepe's point of pokemon is i feel like isn't a quite a fair point because pokemon is something you can add and it would feel like value especially now mm. that they're like not every Pokemon's going to be in every game so when they do expansions they could bring out more pokemon and that would be enough in itself to make people buy the dlc because mm. you want your favorite pokemon yeah but like a muso game unless you really care about seeing your your potential new favorite character in mm. do different animations than they would have normally in their regular game i, I don't think it's worth it exactly i think like what like the thing is if um the warriors games because they're very hack and slash there's very little difference between some characters obviously there'll be like characters different play styles there is one that you will probably prefer over another one but at the end of the day it doesn't change gameplay that dramatically for me like having like an extra like a different character it's just a skin it's uh, it's a glorified skin at this point with certain things i probably like um like i might be like just really hating on it right now but that's what it feels like to me and like paying what was it nine quid for a couple of extra characters and stages and that it really just like feels well, uh, <laughs> yeah, like that they that's haven't wave even, for one wave that is. they haven't even announced like that you could buy characters separately obviously you yeah most likely will be able to because they always do that yeah but right now they're just pushing the expansion pass so it's yeah. not even like oh you're only paying 10 quid you're paying 18 pound yeah or 20 euros I mean, I didn't, I, I didn't expect to get this passionate about the whole subject, but like, this is the thing about the Warriors DLC stuff. It just like infuriates me because I don't think it's worth it as much. The like, only way I would buy more characters is if they put Linkle back in. Yeah, I actually enjoyed playing as Linkle in Hyrule Warriors. Yeah. She was cool because she was so different. Mm. At least because she's supposed to be female Link. I agree. Like, there's a lot of um, there was a lot of characters in Hyrule Warriors that I did feel were different. I feel DLC for Hyrule Warriors kind of felt a bit more warranted. Like, you feel like they had like characters like Skull Kid, for example, in there, which people wanted in the original game, and then you got him, and then people were like, okay, cool, that's worth it. It depend. It c- it completely depends what these characters are that are coming. Like, True, it could be I... like the most out there character ever, and people go crazy for it. And I feel it like might be, this like, one might. It. It might be a bit harder though because it's supposed to be set before Breath of the Wild. Exactly. Because it's a prequel, so it kind of limits like it feels like it limits like what characters can be in it. Because like you said, like you can't just be like Skull Kids in it because you're like, yeah, but he wasn't in Breath of the Wild. It doesn't match up, does it? Yeah. It, yeah, like... and you can't be like, oh, you know, I mean, even Linkle, unless they're like, oh, she, f- <laughs> she fell through a portal or something <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then appeared in this alternate universe i guess that's the yeah. only way you could do it or like a Wait. like a breath of the wild version of linkle that's the only other way i could think about that happening no i want the same one from hyrule warrior <laughs> i just want oh. the same like costume yeah, yeah. I, I want it to basically for her story to be like oh yeah <laughs> she finished fighting alongside everyone like yesterday and then she woke <laughs> up in breath of the wild <laughs> it just never ends she just keeps on appearing <laughs> in places she doesn't want to be i don't know man something about that compass she had i'm pretty sure she had a compass on it yeah, that was the whole selling point of uh, the... Was it Hyrule Warriors Legends, I think? That was the follow-up from the normal Hyrule Warriors. I don't know. I can't remember either. The, the, either way, it was on 3DS, and that's when it was... Uh, the the compass was not the selling point to me for that like limited edition. The limited edition that sold me was like, get the same scarf as Link. And I was like, that's a nice-looking scarf. I got the, I got the compass. That's the thing. Like, I was like, I missed out on the scarf, so I'm getting the compass this time. 
Yeah, so I've got the compass, and I think I played the 3DS version like a couple times, and I was like, yeah, compass. I think I played it through once, and that was it. Yeah, it was just there. It is on 3DS, to be fair, and it just doesn't work as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's fair. It, it could be good. Like, like I'll, I'll, I'm slating it right now, but it could be better Like when the actual release is, and it could be mind-blowing news. So we'll wait and see on that. We'll see how that goes. For sure. But moving on to something I'm hyped about. And uh, I haven't put money down because I only, only try to buy one new game a month. But Bravely Default 2, February 26th, 2021. These, I feel like these are like the precursor to to uh, Octopath. Yeah. Because these are like, these were supposed to be Final Fantasy games, but then they just spun it off into its own thing. Mm-hmm. And like, they have that, they still have that like rich world. I say rich, but you know, like they still have that like really built world. You you understand how each character fits in. It's got its own lore and stuff. But like, seriously, the these games are really cool. Mm. The reason why like Octopath Traveler and a lot of these turn-based Square Enix games end up having this like, you know, like in this, they call it the brave or default system. Yeah. Like where you can do extra attacks or like if you block, you get like an extra move the next turn. It all started in Bravely Default. So these like mechanics, like some of these mechanics started in this franchise and then moved over to other games. But like, yeah, I'm just super hyped. I can't wait for this. I will buy this at some point. I yeah. should finish the first one as well, but <laughs> that's on 3DS. So that's it's one of those ones. Bravely Default is a game that I just completely missed and I did want to buy it originally when it came out, but I just I just missed the train on it. Um, but like, as you said, the trailer looks great for it. Like I think it looks it looks really fun. Um, considering it comes out February twenty sixth, so like it, it, whether it be out right now uh, when this episode's gone out or uh, later, um, yeah, probably. it is just like it feels like this is kind of like a Monster Hunter esque uh, trailer for me because they're just like trying to hype, build a little bit of hype before the game's released. Um, oh yeah, that's definitely what it is. It's yeah. Especially because at time of recording, it's like a week away. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, all the hype for Bravely Default 2, I can get that. Uh, again, I haven't played it, but um, I think if I was given the chance, I think I'd definitely get into it. If I've liked Octopath Traveler, and I'm extremely hyped about um, Triangle Strategy. Um, again, it, those games, I feel like, wouldn't have existed in the same way, mm. or potentially at all, if Bravely Default wasn't the success it was. Which is weird to say because like there's still a lot of people who've never even heard of Bravely Default. But seriously, like these games are really good. If you enjoy your turn based RPGs, you'll like this. It's it's pretty Final Fantasy like esque. You can see it was supposed to be a Final Fantasy. It's got the job system and you know, you've got your character interactions and stuff. You've got all sorts of stuff that are from all sorts of other RPGs and that. It's very square, very Japanese, but it's also just a really good game. So definitely give it a try if you're interested. Yeah, I can only go off what you're saying. So yeah, 100%. So moving on to what is the second to last reveal yes. from um, our directs is uh, Skyward Sword HD. 
which uh, is releasing July 16th, 2021. A lot sooner than I would have thought, to be fair. I didn't actually expect it to be releasing this soon. Um, yeah, but you... At the same time, I'm like, I'm not surprised. They probably had a, a group of people, you know, like, <clears throat> working on this the whole time. Yeah. There's got to sure. be people who've been working on this for, like, a year, two years, probably. Maybe yeah. a little more. They pre- they kept it pretty hush-hush. Uh, um, but yeah, Skyward Sword, like, it looks beautiful, to be fair. Like, I've always thought that Skyward Sword looked, like, really like, Yeah, it looks cool, colorful. but it's, yeah. uh, it's not the most loved in no. the franchise. Uh, I agree with you there. Uh, it's, it's one of the ones where I, re- like, out of Legend of Zelda games, I've gotten into, like, quite a lot of them. But Skyward Sword, like, I really had, I really had to force myself to get into this one. I've but never even it, owned this game. Yeah, I think I owned it like um I think I went into a CEX at one point and they had the uh the Wii Remote edition. So it was a gold Wii Remote with the oh, uh, Triforce wow. on it. Uh and they were selling it for like I think twenty quid. And I was like, it's the Wii Remote with the game for twenty quid. I'll definitely get that. And um so uh, this story, by the way, will play into what we're talking about. Because <laughs> Along with the July 16th release of Skyward Sword HD, they are releasing new Joy-Cons. Yes, it's the exact (laughs) same same thing they did for the... It uh... literally is. Except this time, because your Joy-Cons are supposed to be your sword and shield, one of the Joy-Cons looks like the Master Sword, or designed after it, and one is Mm. designed after the, the Hylian Shield. PS motion controls are still in it, but you are not locked to that choice. Yeah, you can use just the face buttons, but uh, to do the different slashes, they put it on the right control stick, mm. which makes me wonder how the fuck are you supposed to control the camera? God, that's a very good point. Um, like, don't tell me they've gone to old days Z targeting because that's gonna piss me off. Unless it is like a sort of um, like you hold right trigger and then do that sort of oh, thing. Oh, that's annoying. Oh, it's um it's an interesting one. I think it's gonna be one you'd have to like it, you'd have to play it to feel like whether you're gonna like it or not with that. Because I don't I don't know how I'd react to it, because I definitely wouldn't play motion controls because that's that's what really put me off the Wii one, is that I had to use motion controls with it. Uh but yeah, it might be it might be easier to play with uh, your pro controller or your um the grip. Um, Again, it, it depends on that camera control because this is a 3D Zelda game. Mm. So, the, you know, you're going to have to turn the camera. There are going to be things outside of your normal field of view that you'll have mm. to turn or something. And I don't like using... You know, every Zelda game's got, like, the snap the camera to the way you're facing kind of thing? Yeah. I don't like games that have that. I never really use those functions. I prefer to be able to just freely control the camera myself. But it is what it is. I've never... I've never owned this game, so I've never played it. So I'm not sure if I personally will pick it up. I've watched the Game Grumps play through all of it, so I yeah. know how this game goes. I don't know though. I might borrow it from one of you guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, I probably won't pick it up either. I'm probably more likely to pick up the Joy Cons than I am the actual game. I hate that I like these Joy Cons because there's no point buying Joy Cons because they get drift. But they look cool, though. That's the thing with it. Yeah, like, know, the fact I'm that not... they are actually selling these separately compared to, like, say, the Animal Crossing ones, which I absolutely love, but you can only buy them with the Switch. 
I know, and it's the same with the Pokemon. Spending like sixty pounds to have a two things in a box that yeah. I'm not going to open because I'm scared dust will get in it, so that it won't work anymore. Depends how much you want these controllers. To be fair, mate, um, <sighs> I want them a whole lot, but not that much. Yeah, we'll see. You have how to it be goes sensible and... sometimes. You know what I mean? And, and this is an important point to note. When I am saying something like this, people who know me know that it's serious because <laughs> I am not a sensible person. I mean, yeah, it's it is what it is. I think I I, I won't I won't buy them personally. I I love the look of them, but I won't I won't get them realistically. Well, we'll see how long my willpower holds out. Hmm. I think that's the thing. If you have a pe- if you have a set of like perfectly working Joy Cons for the moment. I mean, if I if like for some reason my current set of Joy Cons got drift again, um, then yeah, I would be like, fuck it, I'll just put down this money for it. But um, right now, it doesn't seem like I would pay sixty quid for it. That's the problem with the Joy Cons, as you said, they still get drift occasionally. Well, so... here's here's the thing. For me personally, I own two sets of Joy Cons already and a mm-hmm. Pro Controller. I yeah. really don't need to buy more Joy Cons. Mm. Yes, it, it? Like, unless you have like company around, like or like a big household, it doesn't really seem worth it. Uh, in my opinion, did you just did, did you just say unless I have people around during COVID? No, like in general, like outside of COVID times, this is like usually like be, like before when I had people around, like the house, like like just to stay over and stuff. Like, uh, yeah. See, I'm I, I'm not before COVID times. This is before COVID times. I want to express. I'm, I'm that. not really. I'm not really like that. And most of the people I know are like you. You're my friend who has a Switch. Yeah. So I don't need to bring it. Like, it's you know, true, yeah. People don't need to own extra Joy-Cons because I've got my whole own Switch. I'll bring the whole system. <laughs> uh... But it is also important to note that Al Numa himself does urge you to try this game if you liked Breath of the Wild because he himself said that mechanics from this game influenced and became better in breath of the wild for for example he really wanted to make you remember the sailcloth and the stamina gauge these things happened in there first skyward sword first um i mean it's good that he's mentioned that but is it like are they are they the same way in breath of the uh, breath of the wild or in skyward sword um i don't know again like i haven't played it as in detail as most people, I don't know. So. All I'm saying is, I, I noted that down because I thought it was funny that Alnuma really had to like be like, please try the game, buy the game. It's good. <laughs> we swear. Don't listen to other people. I think it, it feels like it was a matter of time before this was released. Anyway, like they've done the they've done all the other it? ones pretty much. Uh, Twilight Princess and Wind Waker HD versions. This was only a matter of time, and plus they did like, what was it the um yeah the oh god. Wait, uh, and Twilight Princess was on Wii U. It wasn't on 3DS. Yeah, I mean, they did uh, Majora's Mask and yeah, uh, what's it? Ocarina of Time as well, which a lot of people were thinking we were gonna get uh, Ocarina of Time HD on Switch. Not um, again. It's yeah, I know, and it just came out on 3DS. I don't think it would be like great for it to come out again. I think I'd be a little bit cheated if I was like, oh, they're bringing up Ocarina of Time. I was like, eh, really? I feel like that's when. The whole world will be like, okay, I know Ocarina of Time was cool at the time, but like, don't you think it's a little overrated now? Yeah, I think uh, I would buy it. Let's be honest, if they did release it HD version, I would buy it. But um, 
Now, if they, I, I wouldn't mind if they did a uh, like what they did with uh, Mario, where they did a 3D collection. That would be cool, but I feel like I feel like Nintendo wouldn't do that for like Ocarina of Time, like ones that are proven to make money by themselves. Yeah. I think if you got a compilation, it would probably be some of the smaller ones, like some of the Game Boy ones. Mm. You know, like uh, Minish Cap and uh, Link's Awakening. Even though that came out, or like Oracle of Seasons and stuff, I'd, like that, I'd be down like, for that. That'd be great for the Switch, actually. All those sort of handheld ones would be really good. Like, I th- I think a lot of the smaller ones would come in a compilation, maybe. Yeah, because I've I feel like Nintendo might feel those ones don't have as much uh, selling power. You know, like it's not as hyped up as the others. But yeah, that's cool. Legend of Zelda stuff and plus. I don't confirmed like although like he literally confirmed at the start like that Breath yeah. of the Wild two, uh, is still in development and they're still trying to polish it right now. Yeah, he says he says things are going well and that we should get news later this year. Yeah, that's good. Like I, I think I'm expecting that. Like I think a little bit of me was expecting a little bit of Breath of the Wild two news, but I um I'm not surprised that we didn't get any at the same time. Like if they're putting work into it, you want that game to be the best it can be. So. Plus, it still feels a bit early, you know. Mm. Considering we only got what confirmed that Breath of the Wild two was coming, like going to be a thing, like what, like last year, year before, like mm. it's too early. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it'd be good to get some new information. Like, hopefully, like because E three is still going ahead this year, just on digital. Yes. So there's a possibility that we're just getting more news then. But it sounds more likely. And it is later in the year. Not that much later, but still. Yeah, it'd be a great platform to release that news on. So, I mean, if not, then the latest will be the end of the year, like the Game Awards. Because the Game Awards also is like a big announcement platform. So, look, he says we'll find out this year. We'll find out this year. Yeah, for sure. I look forward to it. And now... Here is the hypest, at least for me, yeah. And probably perfect because we both like this series. Splatoon 3 coming 2022. Boy. Dude. I'm hyped. Like, honestly, like this game, it like it's one of those ones where like, So many people slept on it, and so did I for the longest. Man. Until someone got me Splatoon for Christmas on my Wii U. I've been hooked ever since. Splatoon is a really fun Nintendo style shooter. Right. There's it's just like it's so colourful, like the as- the aesthetics of it so cool and like the the whole gameplay online, like although it isn't like it's it not is, your uh, traditional shooter, but it's just as hectic, if not more. But it, it works so well and I absolutely love it. I think there's the only barriers to entry for me uh for Splatoons online is that like it has very limited like it's the map choices you can only have two in like an hour or something um and then they change it but like uh, either way this game has been announced and i'm so excited for it like it looks cool like well that's the thing like in previous platoons it was always these built-up areas probably well like you're on the overworld i guess right because it's it's to be assumed that you cannot live in the water because every time you hit water you die um but for whatever reason the trailer in this one started and your character was like in a desert uh and also there was an the up 
Eiffel Tower, but like upside down. Yeah. Like, and, like implanted into the ground. Like, I don't know what happened. It's some sort of weird post-apocalyptic kind of thing. But like, there was a there's a new bow weapon, which I don't know what the trend is with bows in games. But okay. Uh, and then you could like there was that little fish. Is that is that a salmon from Salmon Run from the second one? It could very well be. Uh, I need to. I definitely need to rewatch the trailer for it. Because um, I haven't played Salmon Run in a long time, so I can't remember. But it looked like a salmon from the Salmon Run games, hmm. like the Salmon Run uh, mode. But then, like the new Overworld looked really cool. Yeah. It was like a a hybrid of every like Eastern Asian modern like cyberpunky kind of thing. You know, like a hmm. almost like a a a Kowloon, like Tokyo mixed together kind of thing, like a Shinjuku mixed, like all the neon signs yeah. and the high buildings, but then like traditional architecture. I like, I got like a kind of like weird, like sort of like apocalyptic vibe from it a little bit as well. Like, I don't know if you got that, but like, I did, but not from like the main like city world, more mm. from the fact that you started in a desert for some reason. Yeah. But oh man, I'm, I'm so excited to see what improvements they add to this game. Oh, like what sure. the new like other modes they had like it's just new weapons like what is going on in this world yeah oh, i can't wait for more and hopefully we get an e3 uh if we've just got it announced in this we might not but either way like it's coming out 2022 i'm i'm so excited for it i'm so right. excited and we didn't even talk about the best part i cannot wait to hear more of that hype ass splatoon music splatoon, splatoon has music, amazing man. music Oh, it's on point. It's just like you just groove to that in the last thirty seconds of a game. It's like uh, it just builds up, and you're like, Fah! it adds to the pressure, and it just like the thing bro. is, it adds to the pressure, but at the same time, you don't feel pressure because you're too busy jamming out. It's it's so like, good. Oh man, it is an absolute jam. Like seriously, people do not sleep on Splatoon. <laughs> you, I genuinely, I feel like you are missing out. I feel like it, so many people do. You know, I think like not. I don't. I don't feel like people like proper give it the love it deserves. That's because it's it's it, really hard to sell. You know, because it's like oh, well, what you're just painting and you these weird mm. fucking squid things. It's yeah. like yeah, but like, have you played it? Because it's actually really fun. See, now I'm talking about it. I want to go and play Splatoon two. I want to go play Splatoon two as well. But like, that's the thing. Like, I would. Uh, it's it's the again. It's the barrier to entry for the online for me. And Nintendo's online is kind of like very hit and miss as well. So yeah. it's a lot of that. But hopefully, I'd love to see some improvements with the multiplayer and this one coming. Um, I'd love to see what kind of like bosses they have in this. Like, what kind of aesthetic they're going with. Like what you said with the. Uh, east asian theme with it like well i mean it was always sort of like a it was always sort of city metropolis themed mm. but like this one went more heavy into like placing it in a specific area like in splatoon 2 that could have been generic city wherever almost yeah. it felt like but this one specifically i'm like yeah that looks like it could be that feels more like it's somewhere in asia mm. It gives it that different vibe as well, like compared to what the other ones are. So it doesn't feel like it's a copy and paste job from the last one. Like yeah, that's exactly. that is so important with those sort of games because if if I just saw the same a very similar cityscape, I would have thought like, okay, look, it's just this game copied and pasted again with probably a few new maps that we didn't get in the last one. 
but this feels like a brand new game already just seeing it i'm i just i need to know why why we're in a <laughs> desert world <laughs> there's gonna be answers like soon enough i reckon hope fingers crossed we get some more stuff at e3 um well yeah. even even if we don't it it's next year like we're already at the practically at the end of february like yeah it will be here before we know it uh um, but yeah excited for that i think that's that's my top that's my top hype one for me followed by um triangle strategy and uh obviously we've got xenoblade characters coming into smash so that's my honestly training. like i i liked triangle strategy i like i liked a lot of these like new games but then it all got dwarfed by Splatoon 3. Like, I don't mm. care about anything else anymore. <laughs> the, I'm like, the things that I love, I, I, they'll be there already. You know, I'm like, oh, I already know I like Bravely Default. I already know I like Monster Hunter. Like, thanks to Octopath, I'm probably going to like Triangle Strategy. But I was like, Splatoon 3, bro. <laughs> everything else could just get lost. Just yeah. get out of the way. I can... Uh... Usually, I'd be like, "No, you got to focus on the other stuff." But I can completely understand where you're coming from. Like, I I completely get that. <laughs> pretty much, uh, it's pretty much it, really, for uh, all the Nintendo yeah. Direct stuff. So that was our our uh, somewhat delayed but <laughs> reactions and thoughts on the current direct. Oh, there was actually one thing I wanted to mention. Mm -hmm. I saw on YouTube in Japan they're getting some sort of like open world shinchan game what what yeah they're getting some sort of like sandbox shinchan game i think the premise from what i could gather um was that like shinchan and his family are on holiday yeah in kyushu and like you're just adventuring around oh my days i did like, not know about this shinchan this is... is like catching fish and like bugs and stuff and like talking to people and doing missions i guess like he's you're just Shinchan in this like new area, but I want this game. Oh my god, what? I've not heard of this. I need to look this up. I'll I'll link it to you like no, after this. But, yeah, like with this sort of thing, we've got to like have a look at this. Um. Yeah, but seriously, there is a Shinchan game coming out in Japan, and I'm like, why do I not have this Shinchan? Shinchan is so bloody underrated. Like uh, like here, underrated. Yeah, underrated. Um. Yeah, well, that's because over here, what we only had it on Fox yeah. Kids at really weird times, and then that was it. We never saw it again. But like in Japan, Crayon Shinchan has been like one of the most persisting series ever. Yeah, it's kind of like it, I guess it is kind of edgy for all it is as well. It's like this kid that's like showing his butt off for the whole time, and then just like talking about like <laughs> obscure. Uh, yeah, and trying to pick up women. Yeah, it, it's like this pervy kid, but no, it's so good. Like if you ever, if you ever watch in chan i'd like bro no words to that it's it's like og and uh oh my god yeah okay cool i can't wait to see this right okay and what a way to end this <laughs> yeah i know but seriously like yeah dude jealous i, I know we just gushed about <laughs> splatoon 3 but like <laughs> i love that like there was like some like games that people absolutely love like no more heroes 3 i was like meh it's there and then Shinchan, the game. I'm like, fuck, Shinchan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shinchan, this game. We don't even know what it is. It's all in Japanese, and I can barely read any of it. Oh, but Shinchan. Oh, I really do hope that we get like a localization of it or something. 
Either that or I need to pick up my fucking Japanese studies. <laughs> nice one. So that will uh, wrap up our uh, discussion today for the Nintendo Direct stuff that happened. But yeah, nice one, guys. We'll catch you next time. See you later. See ya.